One advice that I wish I knew that I, when I was starting comprehensive dentistry is that um, the worst thing that can happen to you is to start to be successful in comprehensive dentistry. That's the worst thing. Because success in comprehensive dentistry brings a lot of complexity. Exactly what you said. Welcome to the Protrusive Dental Podcast, the forward-thinking podcast for dental professionals. Join us as we discuss hot topics in dentistry, clinical tips, continuing education, and adding value to your life and career. With your host, Jazz Gulati. When you start doing more comprehensive dentistry, there comes a point where just giving a verbal treatment plan to a patient just doesn't cut it and you have to start writing letters. Now, this can be a very frustrating process. Now, of course, there's a, a couple of benefits of writing letters. It helps with patient communication and I think it really does help the patients, hopefully, if, a, if the letter's good, understand the plan more. But secondly, it's good for consent. and. It's, I know it's a shame to say this, but sometimes a letter is not just for the patient, it's for some potential lawyers should something down the line not go to plan. So it's both for the patient and unfortunately medical legal, especially as your plans become more comprehensive. Now, the problem with writing letters is that it takes so much time. Like I sometimes spend weekends uh, locked up in my office, away from my, my son and my wife, my family, uh, and I'm just doing treatment plans. I'm, I'm actually just doing these letters and I'm putting them uh, in the right slot in the letter. And yes, you have your templates and whatnot, but it still needs some thought and some choreography within the treatment plans, uh, within your pages or Word document or whatever you use. So it takes a lot of time and it's particularly frustrating if your patient doesn't read the letter or you put all the effort in and you know the patient never comes back and you've invested all this time but you could have been doing something else. And that's the biggest issue with letters. So Protruserati today, I'm really excited to share with you something really cool, something that's completely changed the way I present my letters now, or I make my letters now, and I'm so, so excited to share this. How to write crystal clear treatment plan letters that wow patients and are easy to understand. Welcome Protruserati to episode 49 of the Protrusive Dental Podcast. And yes, you finally have a name. So the fans and listeners of the Protrusive Dental Podcast, you are from now on, henceforth known as the Protruserati. And so I want to do a massive shout out to Carl Walker Finch. That's Carl Walker Finch. Buddy, thank you so much for the suggestion on the Protrusive Dental Community Facebook group. And thanks to everyone who sent in your sort of messages and emails and, and sort of suggestions. I love them all. I really, really appreciate you. But uh, the one that won was Protruserati by Carl Walker Finch. So thank you so much, Carl. The last few weeks have been uh, kind of funny for me. Uh, a family member at home has tested positive for COVID. And uh, as soon as we found out, uh, I've been isolating. So I'm coming towards the end of my isolation. Now, if you wonder why I'm uh, suddenly making a lot more content is because I've been off. So I've been quite productive, but it's also been great to spend more time with my wife and my son and the usual things that you do. It's, it's like it is lockdown for me because I can't leave the home and I'm you know it's like what it was in the peak of you know April but it's so much better because I kind of know uh, when it's finishing so it's, it's pretty good yeah, I'm more focused and it's, it's nice to know exactly when I'm going back to work uh, so it's, it's not been too bad and I've made the most of it I thought and thankfully my family member is completely fine and we're all in good health and there's nothing more important than that because health is wealth so because I've actually had more time off I've also been working on the practice rather than in the practice so I can now work on my systems, how do I communicate to patients? So I discovered uh, Make Me 
Clear, which has been just amazing. And don't worry, we're gonna talk all about that today. And it's basically a online platform where you can generate these beautiful looking, very easy to understand, really clear treatment plan letters and reports for your patients. And it's just revolutionized the way I do my dentistry now, how I present my dentistry. Of course, last week with Zach, we talked about treatment plan presentation, but you still need to give a letter for these comprehensive cases. And I found no better way than making letters than with Make Me Clear. And I've got the founder, Dr. George Cardoso, on the show today to talk about the genesis of Make Me Clear. And so the protrusive dental pearl for this episode is check out Make Me Clear. It's makemeclear.com and sign up for the 21 day free trial. We'll be talking this episode about the mistakes I made because when I signed up to Make Me Clear initially, you do the 21 day trial, but I didn't actually act until day 16. I had to kind of ask George for an extension because what happened was that I found that when you actually log in to Make Me Clear, you actually have to do the charting of your patient. And I was massively turned off by this. I was like, what, I have to chart the patient again? Like they're already on my practice management software. Now I have to chart the, chart the base chart again and chart the treatment plan again. This is, this is crazy. This is not time efficient, I thought, right? I couldn't be far from the truth because when you're doing comprehensive treatment planning, it's something that I used to do when I used to work with someone called Dave Winkler, who's a really top guy. Hi, Dave, if you're listening, who's also good buddies with Corey Ferran, top-notch uh, dentist in London. Uh, and the way they do the letters, they do a tooth-by-tooth -tooth prognosis. So like, you know, upper left seven is in this situation, upper left six, so you're, you're counting for every single tooth. And that's like the most ultimate level of treatment planning or even the most ultimate level of consenting a patient so that they know exactly what's the situation of every single tooth. That's like the, the gold standard, right? So when I overcame the fact that it's a double chart and when I actually produced my first plan, I was amazed, my reception team was amazed and importantly, my patient was amazed. And I've now done about 15, 20 plans now and I tell you, I can't get tired of these plans. They're just amazing. So I wanna share with you exactly the benefits of that. But even if you don't take any action and you don't do the free trial or anything like that, you will learn a lot from George, Dr. George Cardoso today. He's a very comprehensive dentist based in Portugal. And I kind of ask him questions like, hey, does every single patient need a treatment plan letter or is it for certain patients? What about photos and simulation photos? Are they a good thing? Are there, are there any downsides to that? And what about when you make a comprehensive treatment plan, you give them a global fee, then something doesn't go to plan. Tooth fractures, it needs a root canal. How do you account for that? Like, How do you become a better communicator for when things could potentially go wrong? And the fact we discussed in the episode actually is that the more dentistry you do, the more complex you go, the more things can go wrong. And when they do go wrong, the, the more catastrophically they can go wrong. So we talk about those aspects of commun communicating with patients. And of course, me being of a certain ethnicity, uh, I kind of begged George Cardoso for a discount for the Protruserati. And uh, I can say he, that he caved in. So anyone who signs up for Make Me Clear as a listener of the Protrusive Dental Podcast or as a Protruserati, you can get 25% off by using the coupon code Protrusive, which is so easy to remember. Just Make sure you spell it right because I actually see how people end up on my website and uh, when on Google, like half the people spell protrusive wrong. So spell protrusive correctly, please. Um, so yeah, for those who are interested and, and they, they like the software uh, as much as I've loved it, then make sure you don't pay full price. Use the coupon protrusive for 25% off. That's for lifetime. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy the chat and I'll catch you in the outro. George Cardoso, uh, welcome to the Protrusive Dental Podcast. How are you? I'm very fine. Thank you, Jez. Um, thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward for, for a chat with you. Um, I'm super excited. I, I'm, 
on social media and it's um, you're really a, a fan chat to, to, to follow. I, I really appreciate that, George. But George, today is about um, speaking about treatment plans. Uh, and I think the, what we're going to discuss, I think, is going to blow everyone's mind because uh, I, we've talked about this already, but I'm really, really excited to share this with everyone else because what's happened since I learned about you and uh, uh, what you have going, and I'm keeping a secret a little bit, I suppose, but uh, it really has blown me away. And I'm going to share my little journey as how I went on a high and then a low and then a very much a high again. I've been telling all my sort of colleagues at the moment, but I want to share this on the podcast because this is huge. But the main theme uh, and the title really is how to make crystal clear treatment plans. So we're going to talk about that. But before we get into that, George, please tell the people uh, listening and watching where you work, your background, because I know you spent some time in the UK as well. Give us all the, that background for us. Um, well, my name is George André Cardoso. I got my dental degree from Porto University, which is in the north of Portugal. That was in 2002. And in 2005, I went to do um, a distance learning program at King's College in London. So I did an MCLIN dent in prosthodontics. So I worked here in Portugal and I did, uh, during four years, I did the MCLIN dent. And then I eventually ended up um, spending like one week a month working in London, in central London. Um, and then eventually I, I stayed connected. I stayed connected to King's College where I still do some lecturing. And uh, my private practice is mainly comprehensive interdisciplinary dentistry, which is what I love. And this is also one of the reasons why MakeClinic, the software was developed. So that, that's it. And I live in Portugal. And my clinic is five minutes from the ocean. So it's, uh, it's a lovely place to, to live and to work. That's uh, amazing. And I, I just want to touch on one point you made there. So at one stage, you were doing your MCLIN dent, uh, but then you were also commuting back to, to Portugal. Did I catch that right? Yeah, because um, the Anglia and the King's College, you can do like a full, uh, two-year full-time or four-year distance learning. So eventually I had to, to spend in London about, uh, I would say, um, one month every year during, during four years. Uh, so that, that was manageable. So, and I also I could not afford not to work. So I had to, because I had just opened my practice, so I was paying the bills of my practice and also doing the, um, the distance learning degree. It was very, it was very nice because I've met a lot of amazing people that are still friends today. And it was one of the best, one of the best professional experiences of my life, for sure. That, that's great. And I'm glad you, you, you know, you, you gained from that uh, and were able to balance uh, working in, in Portugal, uh, family life. Was that a challenge? Balancing family and being away for a month at a time? How was that? Yeah, it was it it was not that I was uh, that much away because we we went there for chunks of, for, for periods of time. So I stayed like in London for a full uh, two weeks and came back and stay again for a full two weeks. But it was a lot of online work. We had we had we had a lot of assignments and it was uh, it was challenging because uh, I was just opening my practice. I had worked for I was at work for as an associate for other practices and I decided to work. Um, for myself and the reason why I decided to work for myself is because I mean you, you know that if you want to do comprehensive interdisciplinary dentistry you have to be in control of pretty much I don't, so, I don't say any, everything but pretty much um, the, main, uh, the, the main parts of the treatment so I wanted to open the practice and, then, and invite people to come here and work and do like lots of brainstorming local to be able to perform the dentistry in terms of, of the standards that I, that I wanted. So it was challenging. It was very challenging. It was, very, it was four years extremely challenging because growing a practice, opening a practice and still studying, it was, it was demanding. But I gained a lot in terms of, of literature knowledge. 
I gained a lot from that. And it was, it, it's still, it is something that I still take advantage on uh, today in courses and stuff like that. And now from doing that distance learning, does that give you a title of specialist or does that just give you M. Clendent Pros? Like, uh, am I right that you need an MRD or is that not right? Or that, that does not give me a title of specialist. It gives me the M. Clendent, but the, what, what, because I, I don't practice in London anymore. Uh, but if I wanted to, I think that the, the next step toward, toward being a specialist was, was much shorter. I'm not exactly how short it was, but it was shorter. So uh, well, overall, with your prosthodontics training, and you've already t- uh, told us that your interests lie in comprehensive dentistry. And it's a topic I've talked about in a couple of episodes before, about how to think comprehensively as a dentist, and when you can diagnose more, you can treat more. And the bottom line of treating more is nothing, nothing, for, for me anyway, to do with finances at all. It's for to do more dentistry, do more of what you love, to change people's lives and to make a real difference and impact because single tooth dentistry gets boring. And to have fun. It's exactly, exactly. fun. Comprehensive interdisciplinary dentistry is extremely fun. All the nuances, all the engineering, all the biology, all the pay, all the, it's, it's amazing how you have to contact with all the different specialists. And for me, it really, lights me up being able to do uh, to do comprehensive dentistry. Exactly as you said, I mean, single tooth dentistry, it's important as you get out of the college. So first you learn to do a cavity, then you do a, a crown, then one veneer, then six veneers. But all of a sudden you realize that most of the patients, most of the actual patients, you cannot solve the case functionally with only six anterior veneers. You need to understand more. Then you need to understand about full mouth. And once you understand about full mouth, you realize that's one thing, there's one big tool that you can use that makes everything even more complicated, which is orthodontics. And most of the situations that we see today in adults, they need some sort of orthodontics. So once you add prosto, ortho, and perio, everything becomes much more interesting and much more fun. I I totally agree. And I think 80% of my uh, patients who I uh, view and uh, give me permission to view them in a comprehensive way and and plan them comprehensively and accept a comprehensive plan, 80% of them would benefit from pre-restorative orthodontics. Now, that doesn't mean that 80% will have orthodontics or accept orthodontics. It's unfortunately a little bit lower than that. But I think the benefit, even if it's minor, 80% of your rehab patients will benefit from orthodontics. I'm glad you uh, mentioned that. Uh, I mean, it's no secret that I love occlusion and, and learning about these things. And that's why it's called the Protrusive Dental Podcast, obviously. Uh, and I think that was, for me, the passport into uh, treating bigger cases because uh, you need an understanding of how everything works as a system. So, so that was really important for me. I guess where I am in my journey um, now is that although I think I'm able to think comprehensively and diagnose broadly, the thing I'm missing that I've already uh, discovered that you have is working more with specialists. I feel as though I try and do a lot myself and I I do think that um, the next level up for me will be to refer out and have a, a periodontist who I trust near me, who I can send that work to. Uh, and, and I think to work more com- um, multidisciplinary will elevate my level of fun even more. Absolutely, absolutely. And one of the things that I noticed about you, following you, is that I, I think that you have the same feeling as, as, as myself. Don't you sometimes feel the urge, feel, feel the need to tell other colleagues, look, look how amazing this is, look how amazing comprehensive dentistry is, because you still see a lot of single tooth dentistry, and number one, it's not the best interest of the patient, and number two, it's much less interesting than, than, than comprehensive dentistry. And as you were saying in terms of, of teamwork, well, um, 
It's difficult. I have to say that uh, in the, the, the early years, especially when I started, when I wanted to do my first, my first comprehensive cases, it was difficult. And um, you really have to be really detailed in terms of communication with other specialists. So my advice to you is start to find a team that you can feel comfortable in communicating. It doesn't have to be the best prosthodontist in the world. It doesn't have to be the best orthodontist in the world. You just need to have a group of people that want to grow together and then want to have fun. That's it. Because if you want to grow together, if you want to have fun, you will eventually be better. You will, of course, do some mistakes. You will learn with the mistakes and you will get better and better and better. I think if you find open communication, I think that's the way to go. I think communication is the key because everything else, and it's also very important to have people that are open-minded in terms of feedback. I mean, let's say I'm an orthodontist and I say, look, um, HS, I think that you should do this 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 way and don't mind, I don't want you to take it wrong for me being able to decide some prosthodontic decisions as well. I don't mind that you also give me some orthodontic advice because there's lots of ego in dentistry and you want to find people that can break that ego barrier and that can, they can learn with each other. That would be my advice. Are you enjoying the Protrusive Dental Podcast? Well, allow me to deliver you even more value. You can now download the iOS or Play Store app for free. Just search Protrusive on your app platform. Now, if you're a true Protrusive and you want to support the podcast, you want to claim CPD for all the listening and watching that you do, you want to get access to exclusive clinical walkthrough videos to make dentistry tangible, as well as a premium newsletter, access to the Protrusive Vault, and the ability to download all the clinical videos and podcast videos so you can view them offline later, you can get all of that for less than 15 tax-deductible dollars per month. So what are you waiting for? Download the Protrusive app now on iOS or Android for absolutely nothing. We worked so hard on this Protrusive team, and I know you're just going to love it. Now back to the main episode. The whole time you were saying that last bit, I was thinking of that um, episode recently with Richard Porter about emotional intelligence. And when you're working in any teams and successful teams, that's what you need to do. And what you said was being able to take criticism, being able to give criticism, knowing that the other person is going to take it the right way. But we're, we're digressing a little bit because right now, and I love that little background story we just had. It was, it was a really fun exchange there. But I want to talk about developing as a comprehensive dentist. When you start diagnosing more, we need better ways to communicate with our patients. And I just, feel, I just felt at one stage in my career that, hey, you know what? As I'm becoming more comprehensive, as I'm diagnosing more, as I'm communicating more verbally with the patient, I'm like, hey, th this patient kind of needs something to go home and read, right? Because I can't just tell them everything and expect to remember it. And a lot of the, the buying decisions, and I hate using that term, but it's, it's true, um, for the, someone to want to spend X amount of money with you to, to look after themselves, even if it's like just um, biological dentistry, it doesn't have to be aesthetic dentistry, even if it's just biological dentistry, they need to sometimes just think about it and have some time to consider things over. So then I started to do letters, which I thought were important. So, uh, and the way I used to do it was like, if I have a patient and I want to find out how, how you did it and how you do it now in terms of at, at which point do you go for letters and which point is your threshold? Like, do you have a threshold? Like, for example, if, I, if today a patient comes in and they just need one crown and a filling, I'm, I'm okay with that. Hey, you need a crown, you need a filling. Uh, and I can have that chat in the chair and I'm confident that I've given them a good value and understanding and they can uh, retain that information and, and get some degree of consent as well from that. But when it gets to a certain level where it becomes a couple more crowns, uh, changing a little bit more than that, uh, maybe uh, definitely if there's some periodontal surgery involved, when it gets the layers of complexity get more and more, at that point, I then need a letter. Now, what 
is your sort of uh, protocol with that? And what do you advise to, to, to general dentists? Um, at, you know, do, should they give a letter to every single patient for every single treatment plan? How do you do it? Well, that's a very interesting question because um, you, you mentioned something that, that the, most of the dentists, including myself, feel a little uncomfortable, which is the financial part. Because um, dentistry is a branch of medicine, right? But most of dentistry is done privately. So if you want to do comprehensive dentistry, either you want it or not, even if you are not making that much profit for the dentist, you have a lot of materials. I mean, the lab bill is, is, is usually very high. So because so the fact that comprehensive dentistry equals very high cost, it does not mean that you are making a lot of money, but you have to face one very important issue, which is we are talking about a large amount of money. So if you are doing my three, so to be very direct to your question is, once the patient needs to spend more than $1,000 or $2,000, depends on your own practice, I give them a very comprehensive letter for treatment plan. In this case, make me clear. If it is a single tooth dentistry, less than $1,000, less than $2,000, what we have in our practice is we have some pre-printed sheets where we have a list of treatments, restorations, crown. We just fill it there. We just... Um, fill the total. On the back of that sheet, there are some guarantees of the practice policy, some important information, and that's it. But once you go after 1,000 or 2,000, or even if, if you just think it's a difficult patient, you want some more information, you just go for a comprehensive letter. So my threshold is a financial threshold. And I think it's very important that we as dentists, we should not be making dentistry for money. I think that's the worst, that's the worst motivation that you can have. You will be miserable if you do that. But Dentistry is an expensive profession. It's an expensive work. Even if you don't make that much money for yourself, you will still have to charge a lot of patients because of staff, because of equipment, because of lab. I mean, there's a whole lot of, of issues involved. But um, you have to be able to deal with that situation. And another very important hint that we maybe we'll, we'll talk later, which is I never try to sell anything, never. My thing is information. It's never about selling dentistry. It's about providing information with transparency. Absolutely. And uh, I, I agree that now I've reached a stage, a bit like you actually, where it is a little bit about a threshold of uh, at what point they're spending uh, above a level that I think actually to it is a significant investment into their health. And therefore, to have some written information to just make it more professional overall and the communication being crystal clear is important in that patient journey, I think. So I agree with you. You also touched on uh, a patient who may be a difficult or a, a funny type patient. And sometimes they, there are some patients who just regardless of what they're having, like a simple procedure, they just want all the information, their status of their health. Uh, and I completely see that as well. And I see those patients. And I think those patients also benefit with a letter. And also that can sometimes double up as consent as well. But we're going to touch a little bit yeah. on that later. But okay, you mentioned Make Me Clear. So let, let's talk about Make Me Clear. So for those people who don't know, Make Me Clear is uh, your baby. It's George's baby. Uh, and it's basically uh, an online platform where, um, and I'm saying it as a user, you're the creator, but as a user, I see it as an online platform where I can make beautiful treatment plans and letters to, to my patients who need comprehensive dentistry. Now, um, I have done it a bit like you. So far, on the eight patients I've used it on, I've used it for those who need a little bit more than just one filling, okay? They need some work, uh, and they find that so much value from that. So to give you, to share some experiences uh, about what happened in the first patient I started to use it on, uh, it was a disaster, George, okay? Uh, <laughs> because, because what happened is that 
uh, I, I log in because you do the 21 day free trial, right? I log in and my biggest barrier was, oh my God, I have to chart this patient's uh, dentition again, right? Uh, and on the one hand, I, there was like um, a devil on my shoulder saying, oh, this is rubbish. You know, why do you have to chant again? But on the other shoulder, there was an angel because it reminded me of someone I used to work with, uh, Dr. David Winkler. Someone, if you're in the UK, you, you, you may know Dave Winkler, very charismatic guy. Uh, I used to work with him in Windsor. And uh, he was very important in my journey to comprehensive dentistry. And when he got me to write letters for my patients, this is what he made me do, George, okay? He made me take a screenshot of the uh, exact software charting before and after the, the plan, okay, which is like the base chart and the, and the final chart, which actually visually doesn't really make much sense to patients, but it's there. But then what I did is upper left eight, dash, this tooth is in okay condition. Next one, upper left seven, missing tooth. Next tooth, upper left six, this tooth has a large MOD amalgam. It is leaking a bit. So every single tooth by tooth diagnosis was in that letter, okay? And I thank him for that because it really made me think like, wow, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being very clear, a little bit too much. But because it reminded me of that, it showed me, it, the make me clear is an easier way to do that because it's all visual and I was able to chart, then I was able to put my treatment plan and then I clicked the generate report and wow, the magic happened. So the first patient I use this on, uh, and you know, I didn't want to talk about finances, but this is important. It's... It's a, it's a significant five-figure sum, okay? And it just so happened that I saw this patient for a new patient exam, and I thought, okay, I'll use make, I'll use and make me clear. Uh, and then you email me, how's it going? I was like, I haven't used it. I have to double chart, right? But anyway, I did it, okay? And the patient loved it, okay? Patient loved that plan, and, and she's going ahead. I'm, I'm really excited to, to start her phase of treatment. It's a full mouth rehabilitation. Uh, I might have sent you it, actually. I'm not sure. Uh, and then that was my first experience. And then the second experience, that was at one practice. Now, George, at the second practice, here's what happened, right? This was for four, four crowns, two anteriors, two posteriors, okay? And he's been, like, he knows he's got these two root-filled premolars done by my endodontist, and he needs these crowns, and he knows. He says, oh, yeah, I'll, I've got a big tax bill in January. I'll do it. I'll do it. Anyway. Four crowns he needs, okay? His post-crown recently came out. He needs it all done. And I made it for him. When I emailed my reception team to email the patient, okay? Then two days later, I had a message from my principal. Okay, let me read it out to you. So the patient messaged my principal saying, Hap, so my principal's name is Hap Kiel. He says, Hap, I have just received a treatment plan from your practice and told Debbie that I have never felt so well cared, treated and informed in my life with any other dentist. And unfortunately, I have a long experience. You are brilliant. Thank you and thank Jazz too, please. Okay. Right. And this is the feedback uh, that I got. Okay. Now, George, before I let you talk a bit about your software and stuff, let me tell you the funny thing that happened thereafter. So Hap sends me this feedback on our practice group chat. Okay. And then I make a video. I say, hey guys, you know what? I use this new software. It's called Make Me Clear. I think it's amazing. Okay. Uh, and then um, Hap calls me and says, okay, when you send that letter, okay, it was like, 16 pages, and it sounds very daunting, but it's all very visual, right? Yeah. The reception team, they went crazy. Everyone was like, oh my God, have you seen this plan that Jazz has sent? <laughs> they were all talking to each other, and then they, they told my principal, have you seen this plan? Have you seen this plan for the patient? Uh, and Hap was like, um, no, I haven't, send it to me. And he was thinking, oh my God, what am I doing? Open heart surgery, like this is, this is crazy. And you know what, my principal looked at the plan, and he thought, this is different. He doesn't do it like this, he is more text heavy. It was, it was very comprehensive. And he thought, okay, let's try it. Let's send it. And so the rest is history. You know, the patient loved it. Um, and, and that's been amazing. So although I had to double chart, I think for me to help me treatment plan and to present something that's really valuable for, for the patient, 
has been amazing. So the, really the question here, firstly, praise for Make Me Clear. I love it already. Uh, and two is, what were your struggles that led you to make Make Me Clear? Well, it's funny that you mentioned what David Winkler's. David Winkler works at Windsor, right? I was in his office when they were yeah, working. Yeah, I, I worked there with him in Windsor, yeah. yeah. And you know, I did exactly the same thing. I would go to my management software. I did a screenshot on the before. I did a screenshot on the treatment plan. And then I would just attach it to the Word document and then, say to, and then send it to the patient. The problem is that I was losing a lot of time. But I was still doing the comprehensive treatment plans. But I was losing a lot of time. And, and that's, why, that's when I was, I think it was like in December 2016, something like it. It was, um, I, it was like three, three days before the end of the year. I decided, look, I have to do something. So I started um, drawing and designing a, a mock-up in, in Keynote for Make Me Clear. And then, and then we just uh, talked to some, um, to, some, uh, to some coders and we just did it. That's it. And it, I was just basically scratching my own it. I never thought that would, be, that would be, become a, a business or a software. I never thought about that. But... What happens is that in terms of, of user feedback, there's a lot of the reluctancy with that, with the double charting, it, it, there is. And some of the dentists just, just stop that. They say, well, that's, that's not for me. But what I find is that the dentists that are taking the higher value from Make Me Clear are the dentists that are doing more comprehensive dentistry. Or let's say it in, in other words, the dentists that understand that in order for them to be able to perform comprehensive dentistry, they have to communicate well. I usually say this. If you're going to buy, I don't know if you like cars or not. I'm not a big fan of cars. But if you are going to buy a Fiat, the brochure looks one thing. If you are going to buy a Porsche or a Ferrari or a Mercedes, the brochure is different. And this is what Make Me Clear is all about. It's being able to deliver a treatment plan that is professional, transparent, elegant, and easy to understand. That's it. I like your analogy of cars there because I actually had that same thought. Like when you go to a car dealership and you're looking at an expensive car, they send you home with all this beautiful documentation, right? So when I started being more comprehensive, making bigger treatment plans, I thought, hey, I can't send my patient home with no letter. I need to explain. So every like orthodontic patient of mine will get a letter. Every um, uh, rehab patient for sure will get a letter. And make me clear has just elevated uh, my letter. I don't think I'll ever be able to switch back to my usual letters again, because I really enjoy the visual plans that are made. Uh, and hopefully, as I'm saying this, uh, for those watching, I'll be able to have some B-roll video on showing some, some clips from the behind the scenes. Uh, but uh, I, what, what, I mean, I, I've talked about the software, and I'll touch on it later again, uh, so people know how much uh, I, I've fallen in love with it. I'm telling all my principles, my ex-principles, so everyone's uh, checking it out now as well. Um, but I want to ask you next is, even within the software as well, you can help me. When you have a patient who has a couple of options, like let's say option one is full mouth rehabilitation using crowns and bridges. Option yeah. two is um, that with implants maybe. Or yeah. the other one is, hey, you know what? We're just going to conform to, the de to your worn dentition and just make you a chrome denture. Uh, and it's a compromise approach, but it's still uh, a valid approach, right? Yeah. In terms of letters... Um, how do you do it? Like, do you, do you, would you put all three options in there or would you put your recommended one and then put the other two in passing or uh, just want to understand your, in your world, the treatment planning, how is that done? How is that handled? That's a very good question because it was exactly because of that, that we have um, in Make Me Clear, we have added the option of doing stages. 
So basically what we do, you can use stages in order to stage the treatment. So these are the basic treatments, these are the functional treatments, these are the provisionals, and these are the finals. So you can do sub-staging and have subtotals in terms of the, of the values there. And you can decide to hide, the, to hide or to show the prices of, the, of each stage. And you can also decide to hide or show the, the overall, the overall uh, price of the, the whole treatment. So you can, you can do it in, in two ways. One of the ways is you can do like a stage one, uh, but instead of naming it stage one, you just name option one and you just describe that. And you can name it option two. And then you just hide, you decide not to show the price of the whole treatment plan. So, base, so basically on the title, you say option A, veneers, and on the description note, so these are veneers, the difference is this, this, and this. And option B, these are resins and the, and the, the advantages and the disadvantages are like this. So the, basically the patient said that then will be able to say, to see option A and option B, option A the price and option B the price. Now, this works very well if the change of the, of the, if the option A or option B does not make very significant changes on the chart. Because as you were saying, one thing is implants and crowns. If you want to do that, what you can do, one very important tool that you have, you can, you can just duplicate the plan. So basically you do the charting, you do the option A. So one plan is option A only. So then you go back to the, to the back office, to the homepage, and you, you just duplicate that plan. You rename it and you just keep the diagnosis and you only change the treatment plan. So then you are sending two documents. But usually what I do is I, I always try to make everything in one document unless it is a very different treatment plan. So you can do it both ways, yeah. The problem I, of implementing everything in one, one treatment plan is that when you are changing the charts because of implants versus crowns, you will be then presenting four different charts, which from the patient's perspective, I think it gets confused. So in that way, it's better to duplicate the first plan and then just work on the treatments and leave the diagnosis. I hope this makes sense to you. I don't know if I explained it. It, it made perfect sense because I've, I've used the software. So I didn't know that you could hide uh, the price per phase. So, so for those listening right now, when you, uh, when you and I encourage you all to use the 21 day free trial for, for Make Me Clear, just to see for yourself, have a play around. When you do your charting and then you're making the plan, and then you select bridge, you select crown, you select fillings or whatever. Uh, uh, the way I have been doing is phase one uh, is like, you know, basic restorative, your cores and stuff like that, the provisional crowns. Then phase two, and I say, you know, six to 12 months later, I will do my uh, final crowns. And phase three is like a splint or something, you know? So I'll make uh, three phases. But uh, what you've taught me now is that uh, you can hide the price uh, in each phase and hide the overall price as well. Uh, and, and now it makes sense to me that you can, within one document, present three different options because you don't show the final altogether price because what you don't want is three different options and give one big global fee adding it all together because that's not Absolutely. accurate. Absolutely. So that, that makes sense to me. So I'm hoping people who can visualize that. It will make so much more sense to you if you go to uh, makemeclear.com and, and sign up for the 21-day free trial and just have a play around, see what we're talking about. But that makes sense to me. So really uh, what I heard was you like to make it all under one plan ideally, although there are some challenges if the charting is different, uh, which makes sense to me as well. And then therefore the option to duplicate the plan it's, it's genius. Fantastic. I mean, there's all, also one thing that you can always do. For example, let's say I have uh, basic treatments on phase one, and then phase two is different. It has option A and option B. That way, what happens is that you may, may hide the overall price, but you can also generate the overall price. And then you can also edit the PDF outside, make me clear. 
And then what happens is, so your price will not be 5,000, it will be from 2,000 to 5,000, depending whether you choose for phase two, option one, or option two. But it's very important, Jazz, that on the description of the stages, make sure that the patient clearly sees that's option. So option A, veneers, option B, resins, option A, implants, option B, crown. It's very important to place the word option because they, they want to understand it's optional. Uh, that's another gem there. So, because obviously I have Adobe, uh, the software, the, the full paid one or whatever. So I'll be able to uh, open uh, the, the generated treatment plan and actually do a little edit myself, which it makes so much sense. I can't believe I didn't think of it. But yeah, uh, I, I like that. So it, you then give a broad range of fees because it obviously will depend ultimately on what they choose. So thank you so much for that, Jem. Uh, uh, within Make Me Clear, and I mean, all my treatment plans, even before Make Me Clear, had patient photos on there. So I like the fact that you can add a document with a photo template and you're able to have these like sort of grids where you can upload your photo. That was um, amazing. Uh, but just general treatment planning advice, do you provide smile simulations in your yes. treatment plans, um, and, and who do you use? Do you use a company? Do you do it yourself? Uh, tell us more about that, and uh, do you give any sort of disclaimers with that? Yeah, so basically what I, I, I want to add as much images as possible because I think that patients, they want a combination. Most of the patients, they want a combination of charts, simple to read, simple to read text with the appropriate pricing, and also images, especially of their own of their own case of usual images. I mean, crowding. Most of the people they, they don't they have no idea of the amount of crowding that they have or the condition of the some of the feelings on the backside of the mouth. So that is very important. Also, do I use smile simulations? Absolutely, yes. I use smile simulations. I um, if you notice on one of the templates, one of the image templates of Make Me Clear, there's a template for smile simulations, face before and after, and smile I did use before it. and after. And there's um, a preloaded message that says that this is just a simulation. Final results uh, can vary depending on each case. And which program do I use? I use SmileCloud from, from Florin Kofi. It's an amazing software that you can usually use smile designs for the before and after. So that is, I use that on reductive cases. So let's say you want to do some reductive veneers or you want to do some reductive crowns. So you cannot do an additive mockup. But whenever I can, I prefer to use a mockup. Sometimes I do it directly in the mouth. Sometimes I just give impressions to the, the, the dental technician and then he does the mockup. But I, I love to use mockups for the patient to, to do videos before and after. Of course, videos you cannot add on Make Me Clear, you can add images, but sometimes I send Make Me Clear and I also send a link to show the patients um, the, the videos that we have done. It's also important that you have to um, take into account local regulations in terms, of, um, in terms of privacy and stuff like that. Even though Make Me Clear is a software that is uh, approved with the regulation and everything, what you do with, with the document, of course, you have to be as careful as with every other document that has some patient information. You have to, to look at local regulations, of course. Thank you very much. And you, you talked about the 2D simulation, which obviously uh, yes. I found out you were a fan of, but you also talked about the 3D, which is yeah. the, the mock-up in the mouth. But I, I noticed that it's very interesting that it sounds like in some cases, for the additive cases, you do the 3D mock-up 
take their videos and photos and then send the treatment plan, uh, maybe clear. Tell us about your workflow. Um, do you get the patient to cover your uh, wax up at least? Uh, let's talk a little bit about those, you know, That's staging cool. of when you do it. Because it's a very, it's called a motivational mock-up because it's highly motivational. So it makes sense to do it first. Then I like your, it's a genius idea to send them the video. Um, it makes even more sense to me that, hey, you know, uh, to use an app or something to get the two videos before and after side by side. That's a pretty cool thing to do as well. But if you have that information at the same time as sending them the plan, that's a good idea. But how do you do it? What's your workflow? So that's a very, very interesting question that I get asked a lot by students. And it depends a lot of, on your own personality. Well, let, let me give you an example. Some of the most outgoing personalities in terms of dentistry, they just tell this to the patient. The patient comes in for the first time and they say, well, uh, I would like to do something. I'm not even going to charge you for that. So basically, it's, it's some impressions or or. or or oral scans, and basically they ask dental technician to do some aesthetic mock-up. And in most of the cases, they have an agreement with the dental technician that they will not be spending too much time on the wax-up, on the digital wax-up, because it's not a functional wax-up, it's just some buckle veneers. And then you just do a key, and you just slick on index, and you do, on the second appointment, you place it in the mouth, and then you start talking about treatment planning and money. Well, I think it can be very effective. I think it's, it's, it's mostly respectable. But I think for me, for my own personality, it's a little bit salesy. You know, I mean, it's, it's not very, I prefer to do the following. I prefer to ask them to tell the patient, look, the, the patient comes in for the first appointment. On the second appointment, I will not charge it. I will not charge it. And what I will do is as well, what I am thinking is about this, 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 and this. Uh, on the second appointment, I talk, I, I, first I talk about the treatment plan, and then I place the mock-up and then do the recording. I don't want to be talking about, yeah. Well, I just want to check, uh, maybe I've uh, misinterpreted. So you will see the first patient for the comprehensive diagnosis, a new patient examination. Uh, then the second appointment, is that to explain their treatment plan or is it purely for uh, the, the, the mock-up? To explain the treatment plan, to explain the treatment plan. And I also show them the mock-up. And on that second appointment, I myself, I assume the costs of the mock-up. But remember, Jazz, that mock-up is only an aesthetic mock-up. What I don't like to do is, I don't like to, the patient comes on the second appointment, they get placed the mock-up, and then they just start talking about money with the patient. Oh, in order to get this result, it's this, this, this. So I want to be able to, I, I, I want to provide more information. I want the patient to understand why I'm, I'm going to do a mock-up for, for them to realize what we are talking about. I don't want to play something in the mouse and then just start off because I think it's a little bit awkward. It's a little, I mean, I, I don't want to have, I would not feel very comfortable to have someone placing something inside my mouth without explaining me why that will, will happen. I understand the emotional dentistry part of that. I understand that. But for my own personality, I don't think it, it does work. So to, to sum it up, I think it depends a lot on your own philosophy and personality. There's a lot of combinations. You can do it directly without spending money from the dental technician, but spending share time. And it improves your, your, your skills with composites. You can do it di indirectly in the lab, but then you have to negotiate with the lab 
said, look, I want you to be able to do me mock-ups, static mock-ups, only for the six or seven or ten interior deep, but those are only aesthetic. So let's agree on what's a reasonable fee so that, so that I can either charge or not charge the patient, but also be vulnerable to the fact that they will not accept the treatment plan and I might, might lose that money. So there's no way I'm going to do a functional mock-up, a functional full-mouth mock-up, without the patient having accepted the treatment. So if I do a mock-up with lab costs, it has to be reasonable and it's only aesthetic. And you can also use only 2D. If you don't feel comfortable about 3D, you can only use 2D. I think it depends a lot on your own personality, on the philosophy of your own practice. What I never do, I never charge the patient on the second appointment. And I, I, I also know, I don't know if it happens a lot in the UK or not, but here in Portugal, there's a lot of dentists and, 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 and clinics that are doing treatment plans for free, which is something completely for free, which is something that I, I don't agree. Because I think that when you are doing something for free, you do it very fast and you are not going to do it well. It's impossible to do comprehensive dentistry, a good treatment plan, doing it for free because you'll be losing a lot of time. It's almost impossible. So it depends I, I, I agree with you. Absolutely. I, I agree with you about uh, a comprehensive exam it requires so much uh, energy <laughs> and time and, uh, uh, you know, expertise that, yes, it shouldn't be all offered free. But the, I just want to uh, home in on the real amazing gem that you shared, which is a real takeaway that I learned just now from what you said as well, is to negotiate with uh, your lab. Um, in a, in a, in a non-confrontational way, you know, you're probably buddies. A lot of us listening are on very good terms with your lab and, uh, just explain what you're doing, why you're doing it and get them to see the benefit that, Hey, this may improve case acceptance and guess who you're going to be doing the indirect work with that laboratory, obviously. So I think there's a good relationship win-win with the lab. Like they can give you, um, a significant disc discount on an incisofacial mock-up additive. So it's, it's not a functional, it, they don't need to worry about the occlusion, just make it look nice so they can clip on if you like, or just uh, with the bisacryl. Uh, but also um, it's something for, to show the patient on the day as well, which I think is genius. But you, on that second appointment, when you're about to place the silicon key, um, do you have you already made your make me clear plan yes. at that point, right? Okay, and then you will follow up with the plan with the videos maybe from that appointment. Yes, and I showed them the plan and I said, look, I, there's one very important sentence that I use all the time and, and, and it relates a lot to the question, well, should I talk about money in the beginning? Should I talk about money in the end of the explanation? Uh, for many years, I talked about the money before explaining the treatment plan and some people accuse me, well, it does not make sense. You have to talk about, you have to go through the treatment plan. But sometimes it, it takes 10 minutes to go through the treatment plan. And some patients are just there, just waiting. So I think there's a balance. So I usually say, well, you know, I mean, you have what ideally what you should do in your mouth. It's almost the price of a car. So the treatment plan I'm going to present to you as an approximate price of this. And look, I am not here selling you anything. My goal here is purely giving you information. So my goal today here is providing you accurate information and in these sorts of cases, sometimes I even advise patients to go for a second opinion. So I'm going to give you all the information, what is happening in your mouth, what will happen if nothing is done, and what can we do, and what would be my, my, my proposed treatment plan. And then you can decide at home, think about it, and if you have any doubt, just call me. So now, and after that, I go through treatment plan. So basically what I do, I lower the pressure, I lower the, the stress levels. So... If I am on the patient's shoes, the patient will say, well, this guy's not selling me anything. I may accept it. I may not accept it. But let me listen to what he has to say. 
because all the pressure, all the, um, the expectations go down, okay? So we can have a conversation, a transparent conversation like two normal people because business is, should always be in a win-win situation. And I don't want to scare the patient for 10 minutes, 10 minutes talking about this, 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 and then, well, now it's 20,000. So I think it's better to talk it in the beginning, but I accept the critics that say, no, you should talk it in the end. And once I say that, well, now I'm gonna place in, in your mouth something, I wanna do a short video. If you have a studio, do it with a studio. If you have even a cell phone, it's okay. Just record with a cell phone, the before and after, place it on the keynote, export it the before and after, and send it together with the treatment plan. I, all, I also print the treatment plan and deliver to them. Some patients, they don't want the paper, of course. Some patients want the paper. Some patients, I think it's important what you said in the beginning. They want to have something that they can take home and show their families. Look, I went to this dentist. What do you think about this? Do you think I should spend this amount of money? Well, let me see it. So sometimes they, in the evening, are, they are two together reading the treatment plan because it's like, like you said, one of the reasons that you click on the report and everything generates itself because there are some automated descriptions that appear. I mean, if you lose a tooth, this is what's happening. And this is all automated, but you can also customize it. So I think for me, the best way is to, I would, uh, I, I charge the first appointment, I collect the date, the second appointment, I would not charge. I have an agreement with the lab. In some cases, it is possible to do the 3D. Some other cases, reductive, it's only the 2D. But I try to play around with that. And in my opinion, even if, even if you spend some money on the WhatsApp, on the digital WhatsApp, at the end of the day, in, 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 a, in a statistic way, you will always be benefiting from that financially, always. Because the amount of treatment plans accepted by your patients will absolutely, in my opinion, if you are competent and if you are honest, they will improve and you will have more and more patients doing it. And another very, very important thing, even if they don't do it, because they may not be financially prepared to do that, they will, ref they will, they will advise you. They will, they will tell their friends and look at this guy, very professional, very elegant treatment plans, and there will be lots of, uh, of referrals from, from, from families. I 100% agree. I mean, that... that um that little message that I read out from the patient, that I, my, my, my first patient at the second practice where I work at one day a week, and look at the message that he sent uh, to us saying that, you know, he felt so cared for. And totally, whenever someone mentions, uh, hey, I'm looking for a dentist, he will think, hey, I know a very comprehensive dentist who is very good communicator. Uh, but I just want to highlight three important things I just learned from what you said. Okay, I want to just highlight it for the listeners again, because I think they're just gold, what you said, basically. Uh, a is that uh, I didn't know that within Make Me Clear that you can edit the bits. So for example, for those who haven't used Make Me Clear yet, when you do the diagnosis for missing teeth, um, I didn't know you could edit the diagnosis. So I'm going to yeah. totally go and edit the different diagnosis in my own language, my own style. So yes. I'm, oh my God, I'm so excited to do that. I sound like a massive geek, I know. Uh, that's one. Uh, number two is um, I like the fact that the way you communicate money to the patient is that you explain to them upfront in a way that they can bring their guard down. Because if they're, all, they're worried, 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 oh my God, oh my God, how much is it going to cost? How much is it going to cost? And you're telling them all this stuff. They're not taking it in. But if you can tell them, and I love the way that you told them, you, you anchored it to a car, right? Yes. And then, of course, a car can cost... 800 pounds, it can cost uh, 80,000 pounds, right? So I like the anchor because it gives you a, a range as well. Like a car can be anything. So I like that. It gives them an anchor to work with, but also allows them to just get that out of their system and then listen 
to, to, yes. to what you have to say. So those are three beautiful things uh, that I got from you there. So thanks so much for sharing that. Uh, the next question, uh, George, I have is, and we're down to our last two questions. The next question is, the more comprehensive dentistry I do, the more can go wrong during the treatment. So for example, <laughs> no, it's true, right? Like imagine you're doing like uh, eight crowns, maybe one will lead a root canal halfway through, maybe one, uh, as you remove the core, everything will just break and you find out, hang on, this tooth is actually unrestorable or whatever, right? Like this happens, it's, it's part of dentistry, it's part of comprehensive care. Um, a, how do you communicate that to the patients? Uh, and B, just out of interest, um, do you absorb that cost when something goes wrong? Um, how do you like to do it? Because I know like one of my principals, uh, he won't mind me saying, very comprehensive dentist, does lots of big treatment plans and, and is very much a full mouth dentist. The way he does it is that he sets one fee and he, I really like one sentence he writes in the letter, which I'm probably going to automate and introduce into my make me clear now that I know that we can automate it so much, which is that, hey, you know what? I'm giving you this global fee and just understand that if any little hiccups come along the way, don't worry that this fee is to cover you anything you might need, except an implant like that, for example. And I like that way because it gives the patient the peace of mind that you're going to do everything. But how do you do it, George? Well, uh, I like what you say because um, there's, there's one advice that I wish I knew that I, when I would start comprehensive dentistry is that um, the worst thing that can happen to you is to start to be successful in comprehensive dentistry. That's the worst thing. Because success in comprehensive dentistry brings a lot of complexity. Exactly what you said. I learned, I saw one, one presentation from Paul Omelie from the States, and he said that um, single tooth dentistry is proportional. I mean, what you gain depends a lot on the amount and, and the problems depends on the amount of, of work that you do. Comprehensive dentistry wants to increase the vertical dimension, wants to place ortho, it's exponential. This means that the amount of if you are doing 10 crowns in comprehensive dentistry with an increasing vertical dimension, new guidance, etc., you cannot charge 10 times 10 crowns. You can't do that. You have to charge provisionals. You have to charge articulators. You have to charge the trines. You have to make yourself safe. And what I do, I place, I always paint the worst case scenario. In most cases, it won't happen, but I place the worst case scenario. If there is a, a tooth that is doubtful, okay, so I, I also place in the plan, look, we may eventually have to place an implant on this tooth with an additional cost of X. But if I have not mentioned that, I absorb the cost. I never, I always tell the patient, look, I never, I, I would not like to play a game that someone changes the rules of the game in the middle of the game. I don't like that. So I will not change the rules of the game. So this is the amount. And from then on, up to, up to this amount, up to this worst case scenario, we will absorb everything if anything happens. And I also talk about, about warranties. I guaranteed my work for, a, for, for, a, for some period of time. I, I, I think it's, this is controversial. But for example, I give my ceramics a three to five year guarantee, depends on the functional risk. I give my implants a five-year guarantee as long as the patient is coming for the maintenance. I give my restorations a two-year guarantee and I do it for every single patient. I understand that dentistry is medicine and each person is a person, but you have to be able to talk their language. They have to feel comfortable with you. And in the end, one thing I always tell my team, if you are doing, if you are doing a remake of a restoration, it's the best marketing that you can do. If it's within the guarantee, it's the best marketing maneuver. And you should be doing that with a very happy face. So we do the restoration, very happy face. 
you'll have a loyal customer for the rest of your life. I, I like that mindset because this whole thing about whenever you're produced uh, with a challenge, you should see it as an opportunity. So the challenge is the patients broke your crown after a year, but this isn't is an opportunity to really wow a patient a and show them that you care. And then they will sing and shout from the top of the world uh, for a second time, hopefully, uh, that, hey, you know what, this happened, but they looked after me so well. Like all the best customer service places obviously have that. Uh, and I like the, what you touched there about um, you will cover everything up to the point of the things that you mentioned in, in the letter. Mm -hmm. So uh, yes, for example, my, my principal, uh, he mentions about, hey, you know, so did anything go wrong? Don't worry, we, we got you. But then I think if you mention uh, things like, but if for this dubious tooth, should you need a root canal, I want you to budget for this amount because in case it yes. needs it. And something I learned from uh, Lincoln Harris as well, actually, that actually every deep filling, every crown he does, he'll always give the fee for the root canal to go alongside it. It really, just like you said, gives the worst case scenario. So uh, I think that's a, a great answer. So now we're down to the, the last question before we just have a little bit of chit chat, uh, which is what are the ways that you used to present treatment plans uh, before Make Me Clear? And what's the number one thing that patients have told you since uh, you designed Make Me Clear uh, and now you're using that? Well, um, I think the number of questions and hesitation from people has dropped dramatically. I mean, I have, I have received letters from, from dentists, custom, that users of Make Me Clear say, well, I've had a lawyer that called me, said, look, I have never seen such a well-written dental contract as I've seen you because lawyers, they are very sensitive to to letters and stuff like that. If you do, if you present the comprehensive treatment plan to a lawyer, say, ah, oh, this guy really knows what he's doing. And, and the amount of respect that you spend, that, that you get from patients is huge. Like I said, even if they don't accept it, they will, they will refer you. Absolutely. That you will be referred to. I, I have no doubts. So what was happening before and what is happening now? Uh, uh, first of all, I feel my stress level is high up until the moment that I do the treatment plan and send to the patient. Once that happens, that stress lows. Why? Because after that, I only need one thing, execution. So the most difficult thing is doing the map. If I know the map, if the patient knows the map and he accepts it, then we just have to execute it. But the level of stress diminishes. Was also one thing very important is that with Make Me Clear, everybody, especially if you divide the treatment in phases, everybody knows what they are doing in which stage of the treatment plan, which is something very, very important. This is, this is so, so good because now that I've been making the letters and I've been breaking into phases, I've been thinking, hey, when I come to do the treatment, this is going to help my nurse so much know, know what I'm doing, what to set up for each uh, appointment, if you like. Uh, and also, uh, you know, when you're in a busy in practice and you see so many patients and then uh, Mrs. Smith is coming, she's, you know, a more comprehensive plan. And you're like, wait, what are we doing today? Which side are we doing? Are we, are we, yeah, where are we? And when you have it documented in, in a letter, like, like the one that you can produce with MMC, um, it's, it's not just for the patient, it's actually benefit for you as a dentist because you can be like, okay, we're on phase two, yes. somewhere around the middle. Uh, so that's a, a really great point you raised there. And I, I think this might be a good point to, to say to, to those listening is that please do do the trial for the Make Me Clear and see for yourself, but don't make... Don't make the same mistake I did because the mistake I made, made was I got scared by the double charting. But I want mm -hmm. everyone to see it as an opportunity to A, be as comprehensive as possible and B, when you do the charting there and really it's, it's, it gets quicker and quicker. I'm on like eight, patient number eight now and I'm, I'm pretty quick now because once you know what you're clicking and stuff on the left and you apply it to the right, it becomes quicker and quicker. Uh, and the second uh, thing is that when you're doing the treatment plan, you're doing the whole thinking process. So every patient you get who you treat comprehensively, you have to sit and think and you have to 
think, okay, am I doing a crown or a filling? Okay, how much am I raising the vertical dimension? If you do all the hard work then, just like you said, when you're producing letter and you produce this beautiful letter, just like you said, the, the rest is just actually carrying the dentistry out. So the hard work is done and it's part of making treatment plans uh, and it's part of communicating with your patients. So everyone, don't be scared of the double charting. Get good at it, get slick at it. And my plan for the future is to teach my nurse how to do it because to be fair, one part of my workflow is when I take my full photos, uh, sometimes when I'm speaking to the patient, my nurse has already rotated the photos and she is now doing the charting already on the system because yeah. I can check if there's caries and whatnot already. Uh, medical legally, the charting, she can be doing from the photos basically. And I, and I think to use the MMC visual format, I'm confident that my nurse will be able to do my charting for me as well. Then I just need to go and make the plan. So everyone, don't be scared of double charting. Use it on your uh, patient. Generate the report. Send in that report and just you know uh, see how amazing it is now. George, you've been very kind uh, to offer those who listen to Protrusive Dental Podcast a, a discount. I really appreciate that. Uh, so the code is Protrusive, uh, and that will get them twenty five percent off. Is that right, George? Yeah. Uh, if um, you can use the you can use the twenty one day free trial. And uh, we also have a special, um, a special offer uh, for, for you being such a kind uh, friend for Make Me Clear. And if you use the protrusive coupon, you'll have a 25% discount either on the monthly or on the yearly plan. I mean, that is amazing. I mean, put it this way, the, the, the first patient that uh, I gave the plan to and, and she's accepted. And since then, I've given uh, seven other plans. Uh, and one, I got the feedback. And obviously, in, in 2021, he's going ahead of that plan as well. So... If you just get one comprehensive, how much is one comprehensive case worth to you when you get that uh, approved? Because yes. maybe the difference was your your the, the letter and how good it looked and how professional it looked, uh, but also saving the stress going in the future in terms of following where you are on the journey. Uh, I think it's uh, amazing value. And uh, honestly, George, thanks so much. 25% is a massive discount. So I really appreciate that. So the code again is protrusive and it's only for those who listen to Protrusive on the podcast. George, the other thing that I actually watched one of your uh, recordings on YouTube that you did with uh, another podcaster, I think. Uh, and you guys talked about, well, actually he mentioned it, that if you have Make Me Clear uh, as, a, as a principle, as a practice, then all the associates, all the dentists, all the specialists within that practice can use the same account which yeah. for me, like you're doing yourself out, out of a lot of business, a lot of money, I think personally, but I think, wow, what it makes it even more like whatever uh, comparatively low fee it is, when you break it up against five dentists using it and using it consistently, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Uh, thank you for, for, for making that happen, I guess. So the thing is that you, basically you will only be limited by the logo that you place on the front page. If the logo is the same logo in the practice, I mean, you can use it for as many dentists, as many users, Everybody can use it. Well, well, so what I'm doing at the moment, George, is, is as I'm an associate, right? I'm associate at two clinics, okay? So um, the way I use it is uh, I have my own dentist logo. Okay. Yes. And uh, and then what you're, what you're able to do within there is I'm able to change the um, address of the practice uh, as I send out the plan. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. But I can totally see it. Like if, for example, if tomorrow uh, one of my practices uh, uh, took on Make Me Clear, which I think Hat probably will, because he was amazed yeah. by the feedback he got from the patient. Uh, and then of course the Richmond Dentist logo will be be on there. Uh, yeah. And then all the other dentists, uh, all the four associates that we are can, can use that as well. So uh, it, it's, it's a really a great deal in that way, I think. So that makes sense. Yeah, you're spot on exactly. We have users that are dentists that are working several practices. They use it for their own. 
So they just change the address of the practice. They have their own logo as a dentist. And we also have practices that all of the dentists that work in the practice use Make Me Clear with only one account. So you can use it both ways, basically. Brilliant. And you can access it anytime simultaneously. You can access it uh, any as long as you have a desktop that you can access with, uh, with internet. You don't need to install anything. It's all done through the browser, so it's very easy to use. We, we always wanted to make it simple to use. We don't want to overcomplicate because there's a fine balance between, between the features and simplicity. And we always try for the simplicity because sometimes the most complex things are, and sometimes they don't really add that much. You want to have something that can really make your life easier. Uh, George, once, once a patient's accepted a treatment plan, right? And if it's comprehensive dentistry, what I like to do is every phase, I like to send them like a, like a table almost. Appointment one, what I'm doing, how long it is, um, and then uh, the next uh, appointment, what, what should the space be between that? So it takes me a bit of time, but I do it for the patient, but I do it for me and my nurse as well, because we know exactly how long the appointment is, what we're doing, and I can follow that journey along as well. Um, a, do you do this for your patients? Uh, and B, do you see any, any value in that, or do you think I'm wasting my time, or is there any other way that you like to do it? I think this is the, you have to, pro, what the patient wants is practical information. So what the patient, what will he want? He wants to know how long it will take the appointment, especially if it's a long appointment. For example, I say, well, this, these are the basic treatments. This is period some restorations. If you want, I placed on the descriptions of the stage, if you want, we can make this in a full morning or a full afternoon and we can take care of everything. And then let's say, for example, we place the implants on phase one, surgery. Phase two, grounds over the implants. So what we say on phase two is this, this phase will only take place six months after phase one. And it, it will be needing like three or four or five appointments. So answering to your question, absolutely. You have to provide as much practical information as possible and be very simple in that information. So this, this will be like a long appointment. This will, you will have to wait for, uh, for three months before going to stage two. Um, this, um, so this phase should be, should, should be done before the, the other phase or should, should be done after the other phase. You have to provide as much as practical information. So when you place yourself on the, on, on the patient's feet, what you have to do, you have to look at what you are reading and being simple to understand. So this is A, B, C, and D. These are the conditions from, to go from A to B, but you have to be as simple as possible. Make it as simple and as concrete as possible with the most practical information, of course. Uh, George, uh, thank you for coming on this journey and talking about a lot of different elements of patient communication and, and, and writing reports and letters and what should go in your letter and what about, uh, you talked even about warranties and you mentioned all these other things that we didn't script for and gave so much value. Uh, any closing comments, my friend? Well, um, I think that uh, uh, the reason why, why, why I created Make Me Clear is also because of a philosophy of, of communicating with patients. And I think that dentistry to, in, in recent years has drifted into a lot of, uh, it's a lot of marketing, it's a lot of easy and fast treatments. And the reason why Make Me Clear was developed is because I didn't want that dentist that wanted to comprehensive dentistry that the patient actually needs, I didn't want those dentists to be into a disadvantages of the, of the clinics or, or, or the, the, the dentists that are much more salesy, that are much more aggressive in sales. So if you want to do comprehensive dentistry, please be hopeful. Dentistry that is comprehensive is beautiful and you can do it, but you have to develop communication skills. 
Make me clear is just one tool to help you become more transparent and more and to improve the efficiency of your communication to be able to do the dentistry that you love. Amazing, George. Uh, thank you so much for, for giving up your time. I know you're so busy uh, in Portugal in your clinic and stuff, but thanks for, for giving time to speak to listeners uh, about how to make crystal clear treatment plans. Uh, that's going to wow the patients, just like it has my patients. And oh my God, I'm so glad I discovered Make Me Clear. And I'm, I'm really excited. My principals can, can see it. I mean, when, they, when I come into work and I made a new plan, I, I want to show my nurse, I want to show my principal, uh, and the patients are just completely wowed by this. So thank you yeah. for, for making Make Me Clear and uh, thank you for making it all clear. Uh, really appreciate you having on stage, George. Okay, well, well uh, thank you for, for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure for me. Sometimes I feel that comprehensive dentistry is something that is going into extinction, and especially with guys like you that are a lot into functional dentistry and are spreading the word of how fun functional and comprehensive dentistry can be. So I thank you so much for having me, and I hope that we can collaborate more in the future. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. For Truserati, thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you. Do check out the show notes on the website where you can download an example report that's been generated. Uh, so the, the, the URL for this episode will be www.protrusive.co.uk forward slash treatment plans. And let me know how you guys get on with the Make Me Clear. And remember, don't sign up for it un unless you've got that, you know, a string of patients that need their treatment plans. Like if you're going to take a, a two-week vacation, not like anyone's going anywhere, but maybe when you listen to this in the future and you think, hey, you know what, I'm going on vacation, then then unless you're actually doing some treatment plans on vacation, don't don't sign up because I want you to get the maximum benefit from the trial period, which I sort of neglected initially. But when I came around to making these plans, it's been it's been amazing. And I hope you guys enjoyed the chat with Dr. George Cardoso today. And hey, next episode will be episode 50. How about that? Okay, so I'll raise my back to 50 PDP episodes, but I've got a few other things. There's something called group function coming out. So I'm coming up with something called group function, which will be the third arm of the podcast, which is where when we ask questions as a community, so any Anyone on the Facebook group that asks a question, sometimes it's, it's a good way to, to answer the question working as a group. So I hope you like the name Group Function and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks so much. Mm.